Yeah, I'll always be a metalhead. Nothing can take that away from me. Right. I mean, not jail, not people, not religion, not anything. I'll always be a metalhead. 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 You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Red Iron here for The Great Metal Debate to give you a taste of the new Sinestra album titled The Broad and Beaten Way that will be out on May 15th from Rockshots Records. Rockshots has given us about 100 rock and metal albums since 2016, and this is the first album we've heard from Sinestra since 2005. All of the same players are back at it, including Tommy Yotsen, who has been the voice of Amorphous in that intervening 15 years, and guitarist Mark McKinnon, who is... Once again, the primary songwriter. If you heard 2005's Last of the Stories of Long Past Glories, you won't be too surprised by the band's recent effort. This album starts off rocking and then remains fairly mellow, punctuated by some big moments. The introspective and reflective lyrics are delivered by clean vocals, and as the album title suggests, find their roots in the epic poem Paradise Lost. Eve sins, Adam sins, they bind themselves together, there's a party with the devil, you know the drill. Let's break it down track by track real quick. There are six songs on the 45-minute album, the longest at 13 minutes. The first track, Eterne, kicks off with some great heavy crunch, and the clean vocals are on point as expected, although maybe a little low in the mix. Still, the keyboard melodies are a great counterpoint to Tomy's voice, and I can definitely see listening to this when it comes up on shuffle in the car. There's a taste of a solo here, which I could have stood to hear more of, as the tone is fantastic. After a solid ending from Eterne, we come to the 13-minute long single, Closely Guarded Distance. I haven't come across many singles of this length, but it does touch upon all of the styles contained in the album, so it's a good representation of what you're in for. The lyric video has been up on YouTube since April 10th and is exciting the metal masses. The vocals are more present here, and there's an obvious storytelling tone. Tomy's awesome accent starts to show a bit here, while we get the catchiest chorus of the album. The verse-chorus structure of the first half reminds me a bit of what Tremonti is doing these days. This track really has it all. Nasty bass riffs, spaced-out voices, piano and clear-cutting guitar. There's an even tone as it symphonically swells, and give the lyrics some extra attention when you get a hold of this one. Track 3 is halfway to somewhere else. There's a mellow beginning that reminds me of the haunting vocals we heard in Barlow-era Iced Earth. We get a solid interlude in the middle of this song, and you have to hear the bass mix at the start of the second half. There's not much aggression in this track, but it is great to hear a focus on the music by itself for the first time on the album. Morning Fall is up next. Be sure to listen to this one on good headphones. You'll definitely hear the prog in this one, even as some hard rock riffs wash around a bit. There's a steady drone under the lyrics as we get some crunchy teases under some more sweet guitar melodies. I really dig the production of the second half. Two more tracks to go, and Safe in the Arms of Everlasting Now is another mellow start, this time driven by keys and bass. It stays mellow through the second half and introduces some guitar and bass noodling that's nicely constructed alongside excellent vocals. The vocals easily alternate between tame melodic to very powerful, there's a fun build in the second half, sounds like it could be on Somewhere in Time or Seventh Sun, until the huge guitars come back for some rocking. The last song on the album is Ephemeral. Here's the first obvious transition connecting two of the songs, going into this one with choir and spacious electric guitars. Again, this song kicks in about the second half like the others do. It is another good headphone song, especially for the drums. The album ends on an angelic fade, touting, There is no one to blame now. 
So, my thoughts on the album overall? The drums keep everything moving, generally behind heavy and mellow guitars, and the vocals are solid, mostly melodic storytelling. The production is well layered, the clean is clean, and the crunch is gritty. Nothing is too brutal throughout, and the vocals surprisingly clean with no growls or gutturals. I wish I was more of a lyrics listener because it seems like some cool imagery is being set up throughout. My favorite track is the beginning of the album, Eterne, mostly just because it is the most direct of the songs. Other tracks commit to the process of making music and the storytelling, and this song just suits my wish to rock out a little bit and have fun. It's short, sweet, and heavy. The tone is touched on a bit more in the album, but here, the metal is a centerpiece. I'm honestly glad this isn't the single because it's not very representative of the album while the second track is. This is some rock that metalheads and prog fans can surely get behind. It's well-produced and well-planned music and storytelling. At 45 minutes, you can lose yourself in this easily. There's never a low point. The vocals are real. There is no faking emotion here, and Tomi's voice never suffers from trying to replicate any certain style. There's a very honest delivery. It's probably best to listen to as an album start to finish. If one of the five of six tracks came up as I was driving around town and had music on random, I'd probably skip them to move on to something more upbeat and fun. Still, prog metal fans will definitely dig this, but if you're looking to thrash, this ain't it. Live, I'd probably be pretty bored if I wasn't already familiar with the songs, but it would be a good vibe to soak up for a while. It would definitely get me ready for a headliner of a different style. I would most enjoy seeing the first two tracks live. Anyone who listens to modern radio rock can easily access this more complex style as there's not much off-putting in the delivery. If you're just looking to vibe for a while, throw this on. Fans of the first album will dig it, so if you liked that one 15 years ago, you're safe to check this out. The Broad and Beaten Way is a solid addition to the prog rock metal genres, with most of its uniqueness likely in its lyrics and production. Glad these guys came back together to treat us with another album. That's it for me, Red Iron, on this one for the Great Metal Debate. Be seeing you.